Well, good morning. My name is Parker Johnson, and I'm the pastor here at First Presbyterian Church in Bruton, Alabama. Thanks for tuning in to the Midweek Devotional for Wednesday, September the 2nd. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you that your mercies are new every day, and that while we may change, you do not. And while we may have good and bad days, you don't. You have perfect days every day. Uh, bless us now. We pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, I don't know about you, but every once in a while I have a hard day. Have you had any of those uh, here recently? You know, the Psalms are an amazing place to turn when we are in distress or we're facing hardship, stressed out, anxious, depressed, uh, you name it. Uh, historically, the Psalms have been the hymn book of God's people for good reason. You know, the Psalms don't, they, they don't shy away from emitting real emotions. I think sometimes, uh, especially in the American evangelical church, uh, and maybe even more particularly so in the South, we feel like we have to pretend like we're okay, uh, especially to God, that if we were to admit that we're struggling to God or to others, then somehow that's an ungodly thing. The reality is that God knows that we struggle a lot more than we even realize, and the more that we're honest with ourselves, uh, the better that we will be in terms of being able to be healed. Now, that's different from throwing a pity party and complaining all the time. Those are different things. But the Psalms don't shy away from being honest about what's going on. I wanted to share a few passages out of the Psalms that are dear to my heart. Um, There are many Psalms that I like to turn to uh, in hardship and trial, but I just want to share a few with you today and do hope they will minister to you. One of my favorites is Psalm chapter 3. I'm going to read it in its entirety, and then we're going to walk through it briefly. Psalm 3, a psalm of David when he fled from Absalom, his son. O Lord, how many are my foes? Many are rising against me. Many are saying of my soul, there is no salvation for him in God. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill. I lay down and slept. I woke again, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you strike all my enemies on the cheek. You break the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be on your people. First, we have to remember the context here. Uh, We are not told with every psalm what the context is, but we are here. We find this in the inscription, a psalm of David when he fled from Absalom, his son. You know, when we think about hard days, imagine David in his situation. Absalom is leading a rebellion and has claimed the kingship for himself. Um, David was having a bad day. David was having a bad day. And so he is pretty honest. This is not metaphorical language in verse 1. O Lord, how many are my foes? Many are rising against me. I mean lots of folks. In fact, it was the smaller group of people that were not rising against him. You know, within that, many were saying of him, of his soul, there is no salvation for him in God. You know, while we may not, well, hopefully we don't actually have people seeking after us to kill us, uh, you know, in this season, I think a lot of times we feel like we've just got foes all around us. We have challenges all around us, Uh, not foes as in enemies necessarily, but challenges that we face every day from loneliness to depression to the coronavirus mess to illness to saying goodbye to loved ones. It's just a hard time. Sometimes we feel like everywhere we look, there are just challenges. You know, many were saying of David, hey, God can't help you. 
But I am struck that a lot of times in our lives, it's not others who are saying God can't help us. It's we ourselves. We may not verbalize it, but we sometimes believe it deep down in our hearts, don't we? That, you know, nothing's going to change here. It's not going to get better. God can't help me. And the reality is that's just not true. And so there's a shift in verse 3 where David is going to uh, answer the charge of his foes. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. Don't you just love that language? Oh, they're so here. So much here. I mean, first, the whole idea of but. (laughs) But you. In light of all this, they say there's no salvation. There are lots of foes, but... But you, O Lord, and and if you've got your Bible open, you'll notice that Lord is in all caps, L-O-R-D, all caps. And and that denotes the covenant name, the very personal name of God of Yahweh or Jehovah. It is Yahweh, the covenant-seeking God, the covenant-making God, the one who loves us and has sent his son to die for us, the the, the, um, Lord God of hosts of angel armies. He is a shield about me. In the midst of all these foes, who is the one that is protecting us? God. And you better believe God as our shield is a lot better than any other kind of shield. He is our glory. Think about all the glory that had been stripped away from David when his own son was leading a rebellion against him. And love this imagery of the lifter of my head. You know, when we have hard days, our countenance is off. We are down, right? That's, that's the word we use. Oftentimes our heads are literally focused down, but God is the one who lifts our head, who encourages us, and who gives us strength. Why is this? Well, verse 4, I cried aloud to the Lord. I cried aloud. You know, my dad in uh, college, when I would call to complain about something or bemoan something going on, he would always say, well, Parker, have you prayed about it? And I would get into the uh, routine. If I hadn't, I would pray real quickly while the phone was ringing so that I could tell him I had. That's not what's in view here, right? We have recourse. We have an appeal. We have an audience with the king. I cried aloud to whom? To the Lord, to Yahweh, the maker of heaven and earth. And guess what? He answered me from his holy hill. You know, here, the holy hill here is Mount Zion. It's the place where the temple was Uh, But it points us to where God resides. He answers us from heaven. You know, because God is a shield about David and about us, uh, even in the midst of many foes, verses 5 and 6 can be true of us. I lay down and slept. I woke again, for the Lord sustained me. You know, when are we the most uh, at risk? When are we the most um, vulnerable well, it's got to be when we're asleep, right? We're not even aware of what's going on. And think about it. I mean, we are, we are out for hours and hours. At least that's the goal, right? And how can you sleep well? Well, you don't sleep well when you're stressed or anxious, fearful. You're, you sleep well when you're secure. And so David was able to sleep, and God woke him again. He protected him in the night. Verse 6, I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have all set themselves against me all around. We, we now have a number to the foes, the many who are rising against David in verse 1. The many thousands is what he calls them here. And he doesn't have to be afraid of them. Uh, why is that? Because the Lord is with him. 
the Lord sustains him. What are you facing today that distresses you, that gives you anxiety? The Lord is there for you. That doesn't necessarily mean that the issues will go away. Most of the time, God does not remove the issue from our situation. But he always tells tells us that his grace is sufficient, right? His grace is sufficient. His power is made perfect in our weakness. And that's why we can cry out in verse 7, Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you strike all my enemies on the teeth, excuse me, on the cheek. You break the teeth of the wicked. You know, it, it is a great prayer. Uh, and, who, and what is the greatest enemy? It's sin and death. And how has the Lord God defeated enemy our greatest enemy of death and hell and sin. It is by striking not our enemies. Uh, He has done it by striking his own son, by smiting him on the cross. Verse 8, salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be on your people. What a great prayer. The salvation we have, it belongs to God in that it is his possession, and he is the one that can give it out. There is no salvation in anyone other than the Lord. There's no other name under heaven uh, by which man may be saved in the Lord Jesus Christ. What a great prayer that God's blessing would be upon his people, and we are his people. I love Psalm 3. You know, the one that often really comes to me every time when I think of the psalm in hardship. It's that verse 3. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. Whatever I have to face today, whatever hardship is before me, the shield. God is my shield. He protects me, my glory and the lifter of my head. Now, that leads us to two other shorter passages that I want to share. And the other one is, one of them is Psalm 94. Psalm 94. The whole thing is wonderful. Um, Psalm 94, verse 19. I actually have it written on a large piece of paper hanging in my office. Uh, Psalm ninety four nineteen. When the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul. Let me read that again. When the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul. Wow. Isn't that good? You know, I think so often when we have cares of our heart, when we are overwhelmed, we forget the consolations of God. We forget the promises of God. We forget the truth of the gospel and the fact that, that our Savior came and died for us. We forget the, the amazing news of the love of God for wretches like us, that whatever we've got going on, we've done worse to God than we deserved hell. What greatest consolation is there than eternal life in Christ Jesus Don't we look forward to that great day of consolation when Christ comes back and makes all things new? Oh, man, that's just going to be phenomenal. Well, the last one I want to just point you to, and and I would encourage you to to really unpack uh, this next one on your own. It's Psalm 86. I'm just going to read verses 1 through 4. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am godly. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for to you do I cry all the day. And here's my favorite of the whole uh, psalm. Gladden the soul of your servant, for to you, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. I love that last verse especially. Gladden the soul of your servant, for to you, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. Do you need to be gladdened today? 
That doesn't mean everything's going to be happy and clappy and never have any problems. But even in the midst of hardship, we can't have joy. It belongs to us as part of the fruit of the Spirit. We turn to the real source of the joy of our salvation. That is to our God. And we ask him, oh, Lord, gladden the soul of your servant. You know, as we look for that gladness in salvation, as we look for that joy, where do we look for it? Well, a lot of times we look for it in all the wrong places, don't we? Where do we find it here in verse 4? For to you, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. You know, there's a tie-in here to, or at least similar language uh, to Psalm 3, that God is a lifter of my head. And verse 4, to you, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. You know, we are to lift up our souls to none other, but to look to God alone. You know, where do we find these promises? We find them in the Word of God. How does God cheer us up? How does God give us strength? How does God give us consolation? This primarily through the means of grace, the Word, sacraments, and prayer. Pursue Him today. Store these things up. If you're having a great day, praise Jesus. I'm having a good day too. Uh, If you're having a good day, then store these up for future use. If you're having a bad day, then use these passages to seek the Lord your God. Let's pray. So, Father, we thank you for your love for us. We thank you that you are the lifter of our head. We thank you that your consolations cheer our soul. Uh, Lord, we do pray that you would gladden the soul of your servants. For to you, O Lord, do we lift up our souls. I pray for all those today who are having a hard day. May they have a good day in Christ. We pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen.